from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Let's answer some hey Joe questions. Joe cracked the door, uh. All right. First up today from Keith. Hey, Joe, how many World Cups would USA have if Coach K had been a soccer coach instead of hoops? <sighs> Why do we do? Why do we do this? 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 But when it comes to soccer, I guess I guess at this point, when it's with soccer, it hasn't truly taken hold in the United States because we basically act if we just if you just took this guy who was really good at this and we made him a soccer guy, then things would be different. There's enough population in the United States that we could field a competent soccer team nationally and maybe even put enough players internationally in the English Premier League rather than being worried about MLS and things like that. But we do this all the time. Like ESPN kind of stepped in it when they decided to do a really bad Photoshop of taking some of the more notable names in the NBA and the NFL, making, what would this squad do? Well, they would get crushed. You know why they would get crushed? Because they're not soccer players. So it's a dumb tweet. Anyway, sorry, this thing gets me fired up. But we do this, Joe. Why? I feel like we need to explain everything. Yeah. Right? And soccer is the most popular sport in the world. The World Cup is the best event, sporting event in the world. And I think every four years, we probably feel left out. That, yeah, even if they're in it, they're not a real threat to win it. Yeah. So it's like, wait, why are we good at this, but not this one thing that everyone else really, really cares about? If there was a football, to- like an actual American football tournament, yeah, let's let's go. Yeah, you know, we would... <laughs> Well, to a certain extent, when we have a basketball tournament that we, you know, we usually win that one. And we get mad when we don't. And you see what happens when they don't. don't. They call Mike Krzyzewski. So we'll see. Well, you know. hey, hey, smart, though. Men's team misses the tournament. What do they do? Mm-hmm. They go get a Carolina guy. Smart. England. Have you seen them? Have you seen? Did you see what England wore today? Yeah, they wore like a they they wore like a Battle of the Blues inspired uniform. Yeah. It was it's heavy on the Carolina blue. Have you seen England's flag before? It, yes, it's it's not quite that color. Well, where do you fall? <laughs> Let, before I get to my main point about yeah. the red and white, well, yeah. where do you fall on alternate uniforms for your country? <laughs> like, I know state fans get mad. Like we're the red and white from state. And we're not we're not the red and gray from state. Like, yeah, right, I get right, it. Right. Like they're colleges, though. Like, do you think countries should just randomly show up? I think they should in actually. colors that I are not theirs. Should. I think they should. I think they should. That would be fun. Like, imagine if the U.S. showed up like in an alternate black uniform. I think right? they have black ops. I think they have, and I'm not yeah. here for it. Like England today, wearing a Duke blue <laughs> fade into a Carolina blue. I'm going. It was a great. First yeah. off, I'm like. That's not you. But then second of all, I was like, you know what? England, if we put this all together, okay? Yeah. NC State is the NC State of NC State. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills are the NC State of the NFL. Yes. England is the NC State of soccer. Yeah. And it, it, there's kind of no way around that for them. Okay, so let me let me hit you with this. Except what they do today, they finally said, you know what? Get rid of this red and white, and I'm putting on the Tar Heel blue. How many goals did they did? How many goals did they score? Six. Six. Two they went today. Six today, right? Like, okay, that's all you needed. So hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. If the UK, if 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 England specifically, England is the NC State of the World Cup. Yes. Would NC State sign off on a lion inspired, like <laughs> strutting lion? Because you know they're the three lions. 
So what if they took the three lions and made it like that old Tri-Wolf logo? Oh. The three drowned rats? You yeah, know what I'm talking they about? Want, they don't want to embrace... See, they're running from their inner yeah, I guess NC that's State. What it is. I guess that's what it is. They have a 17-year head start on NC State because they won the World Cup in 66 on their home floor. <laughs> and they haven't won a damn thing since. <laughs> Next up. Okay, this one from Dimitri. Hey, Joe, am I right to assume any amount of money bet on the U.S. to win the World Cup is an investment in patriotism? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's totally it. That's totally it. I don't know. I feel like the most patriotic thing to do is, and if we're investing in the World Cup or something like that when it comes to the U.S., it's we invest in hypocrisy. That's that's where the U.S. really shines. USA. USA. But no, nah, I mean, did you have you put anything on this for entertainment oh, purposes only? Yeah, of course. Okay, but not on the U.S. No, 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 absolutely not. I have a draw in this game, is what I have. So I'm rooting for a Wales goal. I mean, we're, I mean, we're only what ten minutes away from. No, I legitimately enjoy the World Cup. Like I totally get into it. Yeah, because normally it's in some cockamamie location, and it's on at like you wake up and, and there's it's stuff on. on. Yeah, like I remember James being a baby, and I would wake up and we and I'd be like sitting there. James was the good baby, remember? Mm-hmm. I'd wake up, and I'm like, watch. And he'd be asleep, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm like, what are we going to do? Oh, turn the soccer on and watch the World Cup. It was, it was great. I think it was one of the years. Again, it's at the at the cockamamie times of the day. Because mm-hmm. you know me. I can't do anything at night. So This is true. You're, you're not quite functional at night unless it's eating a chicken plate at Waffle House at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Next up. Oh, did they just get a penalty kick? Yeah, they're getting a penalty kick. Or at least a free kick. I don't think it's an actual straight-up penalty kick for Wales. I think it's a free kick. No, no. Is it an actual penalty kick? This looks like a penalty kick. Oh, okay. All right. Gareth Bale with a penalty kick? In the 81st minute. Here we go. You might get your draw. All right, we're going to... Don't you dare dump the Gatorade. I'm not going to dump the Gatorade. I feel like I'm having a repeat of the NCAA tournament. Uh, where everything stopped because of your bracket, but I feel it's like, not my fault. It just happened right no, now. No, I understand. I understand. I understand. We're getting the full on explanation here. They're getting uh, and they showed shots. us the real fans or the fake fans. Well, about that, as we wait for this penalty kick to uh, to wrap up, there is some speculation that the people that are watching these games live in Cutter have been purchased. They're actors. They've been brought in. They could be migrant workers, for all we know. Right. That you're not really seeing the full extent of the fandom. All right, here's Bale on the kick, and it's a score. All right, they scored. All right, clock run. All right, one run. One, clock, one. Run. Although you know, it's funny. Like basically, based on everything that I've read about the World Cup, even a draw for the U.S. would be considered a pretty good start for them, given the yeah. Reboot. It just means they're going to have to beat. They have to beat Iran. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was always in play anyway. All right. Next up. For real, for real this for real time. This time yes. Okay. This one from Martin. Did basketball season officially start in Chapel Hill on Saturday night? Stop it. We're not doing this anymore. Basketball basketball season has started. Period. They look good. They covered. What, against JMU? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, J- people were looking at the Tar Heels based on what we had seen against Gardner Webb earlier in the week. And Hubert Davis, our head coach, talked about yellow flags. Ooh. A lot of people pointed out to where the schedule goes from here and how JMU was no slouch. So, oh, yes, good, good showing by the Tar Heels to bounce back after what they got. Look, they got challenged by Hubert Davis say, and they that responded. was the most important part. Yeah. They were challenged and they responded in yep. a way that he wanted them to. Mm-hmm. They played well. They looked good. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. 
And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com and we'll see where they go from here next up oh no joe Ooh, never had this one from mark hey joe ahead of thanksgiving what's your verdict on turducken i've never had it i mean i'm not saying i wouldn't have it i just have not been presented with the turkey duck chicken concoction that john madden made famous on football thursday you know thursday uh, Thanksgiving game, Thanksgiving games with like the six legs and stuff like that. I love a turducken. Mm-hmm. All the parts of a turducken. Sure. I just never had it together. Like Voltron, like I probably had the, the different parts at different times, but sure. not all together. All together as it's been yeah. presented in the past. Yeah, I've never had it either. Can you just pick one up at Trader Joe's? I don't think, I don't think so. You can. I don't think you can. Next up. Aw, this one's going to get me in my feels. From Nick, hey, Joe, favorite Power Ranger, RIP Green Ranger. Yeah, yeah, Jason David Frank passed away, age 49. He was the Green Ranger, although at some point I think he became he the, the White, white Ranger. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, look, I this is where age starts to show. This is important. This is important. Right, Jillio's like, really, Victoria? <laughs> I know. This is important. Real. This yes. is important content. I was the pink okay. ranger for, like, three Halloweens. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, can I say I had a crush on, was it Amy Jo Johnson who yes. played the Pink Ranger back in the day? So Power Rangers hit, I'm 43 years old. So the Power Rangers came out at a time where I was kind of transitioning away from the kid stuff, which is how the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers were presented to me. At that point, I was, you know, in my brooding, I'm listening to goth music back in 1995. Yeah, some black t-shirts. Oh I, oh, I absolutely had some black t-shirts. I was wearing my flannel in South Florida in 75-degree weather, man. Let's go. So the Power Rangers I was aware of, I checked them out. It was kid stuff, so I kind of moved on. So I didn't see the movie. I didn't see any of that stuff. But the Green Ranger hit where so many people because the Green Ranger was the bad boy turned good, right? Like, he had that anti-hero thing. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. So, Victoria, though, is much younger than us and is in the sweet spot for the Power Rangers. So, this had to hit, Victoria. Oh, it did. I immediately got a text from one of my friends who, yeah, was telling me the bad news. Because I had the action figures and everything. Of course. Let's go. Movies, all the things. So, you went to the movies when they finally finally came out. I I remember when that movie came out. I was like in 95. Mm -hmm. That was a big deal when Mm -hmm. that came through. Because it was like a full-on movie, not like interspersed with the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with the U.S. actors and everything else. Yep. Uh, But yeah, 49 years old. And what I I did not realize is that it it went for for the actor went beyond just going to comic cons mm-hmm. and being popular on the scene and in the, the comic con circuit. He actually started his own martial arts too, yeah. and a lot of people followed what he was doing. And he definitely was a fan favorite. So R.I.P. Green Ranger. Next up. 
All right, this one from Ken. Hey, Joe, what did you get Jillio from Bucky's to celebrate the end of Jovember? <laughs> he deserves something after the work he put in last week. His work's not done because I'm off again on Wednesday. Uh, well, in all seriousness, yes, Joe has been put through the ringer throughout November as my schedule. This is an anomaly for me, but everything from my brother getting married to having a hockey dad it up. Joe has been having to put in the extra work this week, so I commend you. Did I bring you back anything from Bucky's? Yes, it just needs to be cleaned in the dishwasher. It's a Bucky's coffee mug. Oh, let's I, go. I love a coffee mug. Have you been to Bucky's yet? So they just opened one up in Florence, South Carolina. No, I have not. You said it's like a superstore. Dude. It's like an experience. It's an experience. Okay. You go in there. Like, I've never seen so many gas pumps in one location, for starters. <laughs> and it's cheap gas. So that's where they get you. Cheaper relative to everything that's around. You go in there and, like, their big thing is brisket and their bathrooms. I know it sounds strange. Brisket and bathrooms. They got a brisket sandwich, which... My younger son tried. He enjoyed it. I had the chicken sandwich on the way down to Charleston, and then I hit the smoked turkey sandwich on the way back up. I really enjoyed the smoked turkey sandwich. They got Bucky chips or beaver chips. They have burritos, man. I would never eat a gas station burrito, but these look legit. They have like a fudge shop. They have clothes, and then there's the bathrooms. Bathrooms are clean as hell, man. I'm a Bucky's believer. Don't you, don't you have Bucky's vans or something like that? Yeah, the guys from the Nine One Nine Beer podcast got me Bucky's vans. I could have, I was actually looking for Bucky's underwear, but they did not have my size. Okay, they had Bucky's pajamas though. But yeah, I got to throw the coffee mug in the. Uh, got to get that thing clean. Next up, we got time for one more. Oh, that's we done? it. We're all, right, all we done. Are done. We are done.